welcome back to All Things Mysterious. I'm Jordan. I'm Matt. And we're glad you joined us to discuss some supernatural, true crime, world mysteries, and the unexplained. What happened to Bryce plus Visa? Matt, what is the one thing I am absolutely amazing at doing on this podcast? Uh, breaking technology. Um, breaking technology. While that is definitely an answer, <laughs> what is another answer I'm going for here? Making you angry. Oh, God. Can I just, can I just go home? No. No, you can't go home because I'm here to make you super angry today. Because the case I have is going to make you super frustrated. <laughs> okay, guys. Um, <laughs> this may be the last podcast that might die of anger tonight. But nice knowing you. <laughs> the case I have for you today will frustrate you to no end. But it's a good case. So today... I give you another missing persons case. Not a missing child, is it? It is not. It's not a child. Oh. You keep this up. I'm gonna, your new <laughs> nickname is going to be Chester. No Chesters in this episode. No Chesters. There's always a Chester. Chesters. No Chester. Going on a little tangent real quick. <clears throat> we should get fuck Chester t-shirts and hoodies. <sighs> Nobody, no, no, no. There's going to be people out there named Chester who are not going to be okay with that and they're not going to have a clue what is happening and they're going to be so mad. Okay, everybody listening to this, let me know if you want fuck Chester t-shirts. No, because they are going to want it and then we're going to make people named Chester really freaking mad. To be no. fair, if their name's Chester, I think they probably should be. I mean, they probably hate it too, <laughs> but still. Okay, continue. We're going to make fuck Chester t-shirts and hoodies. Thank you. Okay, back to the real story. Go ahead. I'm waiting. Hold on. <sighs> yeah, gotta start out low so the anger can just build. <laughs> okay, I'm ready. All right. We are going to talk about Bryce Lasvisa today. He was an only child, very close with his parents, and a very happy-go-lucky person growing up. Uh, he was really, really good at drawing. Um, I looked at some of his artwork. artwork. He was an incredible line artist. Um, very geometrical, kind of spacey, really, really cool. Like, um, I don't know. Like I said, geometric, spacey, just really incredible. Um, after he graduated high school, his family moved to Laguna Niguel, California, and Bryce moved away from them um, to Chico, California to go to school and study graphics and industrial design at Sierra College. So obviously he wanted to stay in that like kind of artsy kind of form. You already look angry. Why do you look angry? Nothing I've said is angering you yet. Because I think <laughs> I know what this one is and you're right. This one makes me angry. I told you it would. I told you it would. Matthew. Sorry. No, you're going to make me angry. <laughs> you want to turn that down? <laughs> no, no, no. 
Hold on. Please hold for a brief information. <laughs> We're good. Are we good now? We're good now. Are we good now? Okay. Anywho, he made the adjustment really well. Um, he had a new group of friends. Everyone said that he adjusted. Um, he was calling and checking in with his parents really often. And everyone said he was his perfect, happy, normal self. He was making really good grades his first year and going back to school. Everyone said he was eager to go back. Um, he started dating a girl named Kim Sly and started, um, he formed a really close relationship with a guy named Sean Dixon and eventually became roommates with him as well. So approaching the second school year, his friends and Kim, his girlfriend, started to notice some behavioral changes. For instance, Bryce gave away his Xbox and a pair of diamond earrings to a friend he wasn't even particularly close to. Um, he started drinking a lot more. And I mean, like, according to his friends, like hard liquor and like every single day and like two handles over a weekend, like drinking a lot. I mean, you're in college. That's the time you're supposed to drink. It is. Don't get me wrong. Um, college is, for many people, a time where you're going to uh, be a little adventurous and stupid, if you will. Um, but they began seeing some not good changes. And he also started recreationally taking a drug called Vyvanse, which is a stimulant uh, used to help people with ADHD, um, similar to like Ritalin um, and things like that. So you gotta stay up and study. That's pretty much what he said. He said that he used it to stay up later to play video games and drink. But his friends and Kim were really, really concerned with his state of mind and how much drinking that he was doing. And judging by the end of this story, they had a right to be because things just weren't going too well. Two weeks into the school year, on August 28th, 2013, the dominoes started to fall. Around 1 p.m. that day, Bryce called his mom. They were really close. Um, there are conflicting reports here, but either he told her he planned on breaking up with Kim or he had already broken up with her via text. But he was acting entirely unbothered by it. Red flag number one. And maybe she, maybe he was better off without her. That is entirely possible. But like, wouldn't you think that you would be slightly bothered by that or have some sort of emotional reaction to it, like some sort of emotional something. Okay, so this one there can't possibly, or he could have just been done with the relationship for a while. I mean, that's entirely true. We've all been there at that point. Like we've all had relationships that have gone well past their expiration date and just needed done. But according to- <laughs> God knows I've been there. I have been there myself. <laughs> that is true. But everyone said that they were super in love and it came as a complete shock. So 
they were all really surprised by that. So that night, apparently, Bryce drove the two hours to Kim's house and broke with, broke up with her officially. So Kim is my hero because she saw his completely erratic, strange behavior um, and took away his car keys and called his mom. <laughs> now, don't get me wrong. Calling his mom probably wouldn't have been like a normal thing to do. But like if you're acting super erratically and your behavior is changing, Maybe that's an okay thing to do. I get it. Like, she's concerned. And at least she called somebody. You know? Yeah, but it's, I don't know. It's weird. But also on the flip flip side, maybe he was acting perfectly sane and she was the one who was acting irrational. And that's more or less what he convinced her of. Um, So... His mom offered to get a plane to him first thing in the morning. They lived like 520 miles away. So he told her that Kim's just mad because they broke up and she, he just wants to go home. He just wants to go home. She's just mad. He just wants to go. So she gave him the keys and around 11.30 p.m. that night, Bryce left Kim's house. Green flag for Kim, red flag for Bryce. Oh, we're giving flag colors now? <clears throat> uh-huh. They get flags today. Well, then I will say Kim gets a black flag. Kim does not get a black flag. She was trying to help. She gets a green flag in my book. I just got to go against you, so. You go against every single thing that I do, Matthew. <laughs> every single thing that I do. That's what make the, that's what makes this podcast entertaining. So you're such a bully. Why are you like this? Calm down, Chester. <gasps> All right. <laughs> so here's where things get a little bit confusing, but I'll try to make it as clear as possible. The next morning, his mom saw a missed call from Bryce that had come in around one o'clock in the morning. She figured that he called to say he got home okay and called him back, but she didn't get an answer. So she called Sean, his roommate, to check on him. Just, you know, hey, is he home? Um, but Sean said that Bryce never came home. Now, depending on the source, some say that Karen got a phone call and some say that she looked it up on her credit card records. But one way or another, she found out that Bryce had used um, their roadside services for gas in Buttonwillow, California. Now, they live 520 or so miles away from each other. Buttonwillow is only about 180 miles from there. Now, that's a long way. From where? From where his parents' house. Oh. He drove that whole way through the night. Well, I mean, he probably has some of those pills from earlier, keeping him awake, so... More or less. That's what we think. Think that he was on Vivance and... Vivance. Yes, Vivance. So here's where things start to get kind of weird. I mean, it was already a little bit weird, but like real weird. So she obviously still couldn't get a hold of Bryce. So Karen called the shop that helped Bryce out and asked what they got for him. Um, and they told him that they got him some gas around 9 a.m. that morning. And the person that helped him offered to go check back and see if Bryce was still there. 
First of all, that dude is awesome. Um, it had been about three hours and Bryce was still sitting in the exact same spot. Hey, he just drove like 400 miles. He's probably tired. Apparently not. Apparently he was just sitting and staring ahead, like blankly. Um, I do that when I'm thinking. For three straight hours? I mean, I do that while you're talking. No, you don't. You look at me like I'm stupid. <laughs> that's, that's just my blank stare. No, no, you don't. Anyway. I'm doing Apparently, it right now. Apparently, once he spoke to Bryce, um, Bryce seemed perfectly fine. Uh, he told him to call his mom and go home. Really nice for the repair guy to go back and check on him. Um, Bryce apparently called his mom, said everything was fine. He was going home. Green flag on the repair guy. Red flag on everything else. I hate to admit it, but you're right on that one. The repair guy just seems super awesome. But I'll still give him a purple flag. What is a purple flag? What even is that? It's better than a green flag. How is that better than green? Because I said so. Matthew. <laughs> I don't even. Okay. All right. Whatever. So when Bryce didn't come home, uh, his parents obviously got worried because he should have been home in a, a few hours. So around 6 p.m., they eventually called and reported him missing. It didn't take officers very long to find him because he did leave and moved a couple streets over to park. He filled the gas tank and just moved a little bit. Well, at least he moved. I mean, he moved. It's just ugh, it's so weird. So the officers questioned him and he said he just needed to blow off some steam before going home. Um, and I have to give the officers some props because they were worried about him too. They gave him a field sobriety test and they searched the vehicle. They didn't find any drugs. They didn't find any alcohol. Um, Bryce seemed perfectly sane, perfectly fine. Um, he was polite, answered all their questions, and he was taken off the missing persons database. Um, his mom told him to get some food and come home. We know for sure he actually did leave this time, but we don't know how far he went. This is the part that irritates me because like, okay, so your son at this point, you literally listed him as missing. He's like two or three hours away. Just go. You're worried enough to list him as a missing person and obviously something's not going right. So like, what are you doing? I mean, I will say I can see their kind of point of view here because, you know, they're a couple hours away, two, three hours. The cops aren't going to sit there for three hours waiting for them to come. So if they, if he knows that they're coming, I mean, what's the odds that he's going to stay in the same spot? Pretty good considering he's been sitting in the same town for the whole freaking day. Well, yeah, but if he's trying to avoid his parents, as soon as he knows that they're coming, do you think he's going to still be there? How does he know that they're coming? Well, but how do they know that he's not coming 
you know, back like he's supposed to. Well, the cops don't. I mean, the cops, they're, they can't do anything with it. They can't, de- they can't detain him. Oh, I know. You know, he's not doing anything wrong. And ultimately this comes down to is he's an adult. He can do pretty much whatever he wants. He's not hurting anybody. They don't really have at this point have reason to believe that he's going to hurt himself. No, and I agree. I agree. I don't think that the officers did anything wrong or anything. I think that they actually did what they could. I think they did everything they could. In fact, they did a field sobriety test, which is probably more than they technically should have done. I think that they did everything in their power that they could have done. And then also, I'm kind of guessing at this point that a lot of this information was fragmented where maybe not everybody knew what was going on. Probably. Yeah, they knew that. I mean, because giving away your stuff, that's big red flag for a suicidal. It is. It is. Uh, Giant red flags. So, you know, I'm assuming that at this point, the parents probably didn't know about that. I don't think so. It's definitely possible that Kim or Sean eventually told them, but I don't think so. So, I mean, this to me, there's a lot of pieces in this that just weren't communicating like they should have. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe if they would have had that information, it would have been different. Because if the cops, you know, had suspicion. Suspicion? Suspicion. Suspicion. (laughs) You, you know, think that he was suicidal. They could have stepped in. I agree. But it's just really odd. It's just really odd that at some point, if, if people have been raising enough red flags with you to tell you, you know, it's been like... Close to 24 hours now that people have been like, okay, your son's being weird. It's a couple hours away. Why don't you just go and drive to him? I don't, I'm not a parent. You are. But in in my opinion, I would think I would just drive to him. But here's my thing is, you know, she talked to him. She actually talked to him monthly. So she probably heard him talk, you know, heard his voice. She might not have you know, realized anything was wrong. He probably hit it that well that, you know, she wasn't getting any weird feelings in her gut, anything like that. I mean, it's not unheard of to, you know, talk to somebody and then, you know, an hour later they commit suicide and you have no idea that, you know, so it's not, it's not unheard of. And as a parent, you obviously want to think the best. And I agree. And I'm sure that after all of this happened, I'm sure that they're just absolutely racking themselves with guilt. I'm sure that they are. I can't, I can only imagine how horrible they feel after all of this happened because I'm sure hindsight's 2020, as I'm sure that we all probably feel. But like, I just can't imagine, like, this is hilarious. I'm sure like almost every day after work, if I can, I call my mom. And if she does not answer me, within like 20 minutes, I'm about to send a search party. Okay. Like, and that's my mom. Like I'm not even the parent here, (laughs) you know, and it, it freaks me out. And I just can't imagine like, yeah, I know she spoke to him and I know everyone said that he seemed fine, but he's been awake for so long at this point and they know he's been awake, but I don't know. I would I would think there's some sort of gut feeling. I mean, 
even the cops who, you know, deal with people all the time. They obviously didn't have any bad feelings. Uh, even if they did, I don't think they could have done anything about it. I mean, there's, there's stuff they could have done if they thought he was suicidal. That's the main thing. That's fair. I mean, maybe. Maybe. But anyway. Anyway. There's more. Around 2 a.m., Bryce calls to tell them that not only did he get off the interstate, but he is lost. And he doesn't know where he is. He can't give them any road signs, any descriptions of where he is. He can't see anything, any road signs, any, um, you know, there's a sign to my left, anything like that. Um, and then he told them that he's too tired to drive and that he was going to lay down and go to sleep in the car. At this point, he had been awake for around 48 hours. Red flag, red flag, red flag, red flag to me. That's like every red flag to me. Magenta flag. Yeah, I agree. That's that's like um, the red flag is fire, actually. It's just flaming red oh. in flames. Magenta is less than red. I don't think so, but okay. That's. I, I've been, yeah, I've done stupid stuff when I was young. I mean, don't get me wrong. Same. But I don't know. It's just, I don't know. I Maybe it's just a hindsight thing. Maybe it's because I've heard this case so many times. Ugh, I don't know. The next morning, his parents woke up to the doorbell ringing. And they figured it was finally Bryce coming home. But instead, it was a highway patrol officer. Bryce's car had been found. Crashed off of a cliff in Castaic Lake, California but Bryce had not been found with it. There had been a couple drops of blood found in the vehicle. And I do mean a couple of drops, like very minuscule amount of blood, not nearly enough to be anything serious. Um, A duffel bag, it was empty. Um, His phone, his wallet, basically all of his belongings were found in the vehicle or around the vehicle in the wreckage. And no sign of Bryce whatsoever. Zero. And to top it off, after looking at the actual crash site, Highway Patrol believed that Bryce intentionally drove off the cliff. Now, this all makes sense. If you think back, he was giving away his belongings, um, things like that. So you would think suicide, right? You would think probably suicide. But after they searched for him, search dogs came. Um, They had a helicopter searching for him. They had sonar in the lake. Where did he go? The aliens took him. I mean, at this point, that's plausible enough because like, okay, I I get it. If, If you're going through some stuff, I, as horrible as it sounds, I understand everyone goes through horrible times and I know people go through that, but like, where did he go? So between traffic cameras catching him going into the area of the wreck and 911 uh, getting the call reporting it, 
He disappeared in less than an hour. Where did he go? Second theory. He's a spy. I mean, that's as good a theory as what we've got. My theories are all gold. Your theories are friggin' something, I swear to God. <laughs> they are something. So, like, obviously, theory and the first one is suicide. But seriously, if, if it was, where did he go? He hasn't well, been found. Scent dogs did track him to a truck stop, which he could have gotten into a vehicle and gone. But, like... If he did, why hasn't anybody spotted him? Which, don't get me wrong, I guess people do want to disappear. And people are decently good at disappearing. But Bryce has flaming red hair. And he's extremely tall. So, he's not going to be that great at disappearing. He could have dyed his hair. And, I mean, can't do anything with tallness, but... It's true. I, 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 hard. Difficult to hide that. Can't speak today. But I'm I mean, short, so I wouldn't know. Yeah, that's. <laughs> uh, I mean, let's just say he tried killing himself in the car accident, couldn't do it. Walks to the truck stop, gets a ride somewhere else, and then he goes kills himself in the woods or something, or he jumps off into the ocean. I mean, that would be a horrible way to go. I mean. I think a car accident would probably be a horrible way to go, too. I mean, he thought, I I figure going off of a cliff, he probably thought he'd probably die on impact, but I'm guessing that the SUV he was in was safer than he expected it to be. All he got is two drops of blood. Yeah, I mean, that's... <laughs> but we have other theories. Um, this one that he's a spy. You already threw that one out there. That one's already included, obviously. Well, I know, because that's the best one. It's not the best one. I was just going to write your work if you included it. That's not the best one. Obviously, it's not the best one, Matthew. Shut it. It's the best one. It's not the best one. It's not. However, I have one that I actually found in the comments on a YouTube video that I really liked. Was he running from toxic parents? And started a new life. I mean. Which is kind of like the suicide theory. But a little bit different. So he kind of like staged his death. I think it's possible. So like what if originally. He planned suicide. And then he was like wait a minute. What if I can just escape. All of this. But if his parents are that bad. They probably won't let him go. 500 miles away to college. I mean, that's pretty, that much is es- fair. that's pretty much escaping already. That is fair. That's entirely fair. Uh, but they did call and check on him all the time. I mean, Kim obviously knew his mom well enough to call and speak to her. Which. I mean, concerned parents doesn't mean toxic parents, though. It doesn't. It doesn't. But, and you know, I, I, I thought that was a different angle and I liked looking into it. The, I tell you one thing, like if his parents were evil his best friend and his girlfriend would have known about it. Mm-hmm. No, you're right. Yeah. That's true. Because there, there's no way that he's going to hide that from, especially his girlfriend. 
No, and she would. She probably wouldn't have called her either. Yeah, probably wouldn't have. That's a good. That's a good angle to look at it from. Theory debunked. <laughs> Boom. All right. Well, that's fair. I'm not gonna lie to you guys. I wrote this at like five o'clock this morning. I was sleep deprived. Okay, that's the thing. I was really tired, but I was in the middle of it. But speaking of sleep deprived, should have included the spy. That's the best theory. You included the spy. I know. I let you do that. Only because it's the best one. But How do you think on. he's a spy? You know what? I'll let you have your moment. Okay. So there's been a long-standing rumor that uh, the CIA and other spy agencies recruit straight out of college, right? Yep. So what if they recruited him and in order for him to fulfill his commitment, he had to fake his own death? Interesting. Interesting. My second theory was literally, was he on the run? Well, it's kind of like mine. It's kind of like yours. A little bit. Ooh, what if he's on the run from the cartel? I actually thought maybe it was something kind of like that, but I thought maybe it had something to do with his drug issues. Huh. Now, obviously he was getting Vivance from somebody. Now, Vivance isn't what I would consider like a serious, serious drug issue. Um, obviously it is a drug issue. I mean, cartels get into all kinds of drugs, whatever makes think. money. But it's something. So I wonder if he got himself mixed up in some wrong people and ended up running from them. Mm. Not a great aspect, like it's not a great little theory there, but you know what? It kind of worked its way into my brain. So I, I threw it on the list in there. This is why that one's not good. If he's running to protect, I mean, I assume he's trying to protect himself and his family and friends, right? Okay, yeah, sure. Why would he leave his girlfriend? Because why if, wouldn't he? Because if the the whoever's after him, the drug deal or whatever, if they're after him and he leaves, they're just gonna go after his girlfriend. I mean, maybe. So he just he just put at her, the same time, she might be in more danger if she stayed with him. Yeah, I mean, they don't have to go together, but he, you know, I would think he'd at least get her away from there. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Hey, that's not a good theory. Well, you just don't like any of my theories. Stop shitting on all my theories. You didn't say one of them was a spy, so I'm disappointed. You just don't like any theories that don't come out of your own mouth. That's my, just who my, you are as a person. My theories are the best. Screw you, Matthew. <laughs> Screw you. <laughs> Next my theory. final theory is temporary psychosis from lack of sleep. That's actually probably your best theory. Because you have seen me when I have no sleep. Um, I have chronic insomnia and um, I also have a few medical conditions that I'm on medications for. And sometimes those lovely medications make me not sleep ever. And I have gone 48 hours with no sleep. And sometimes that leads to real weird times in your brain. And uh, if you are not the most stable person, especially if you're drinking and doing Vyvanse and things like that, I can only imagine. Um, definitely could induce psychosis. Um, I know Matt has seen me 
probably at some of my worst times when I straight up can't sleep and my brain is doing a hundred million times an hour and I am about to hallucinate and anything and everything doesn't make sense, but it also does make sense because you you can't rest and your brain does anything and everything it wants to do because there's no sleep in there to fuel it. So, ha, huh, look at that. I actually have a theory that Matt likes. I can see it on his face. I freaking win. Boom. Yes. It only took like 10 podcasts for you to get one I don't theory. care. One. I fucking did it, you guys. <laughs> I fucking did it. I win. I win. Finally, I had to step back from the mic in case that was really loud. I'm sorry. But still, I fucking win. Okay, now I'm going to destroy this theory. I hate you. No. <laughs> so. I was going to let it go, but you just kept going and going. So now I got I gotta... one. Okay. <laughs> I got one. So here's why this theory doesn't work. <laughs> the temporary th psychosis could explain the erratic behavior, but not necessarily the suicidal, you know, driving off a cliff. Now, I guess you could say that maybe he was hallucinating and accidentally. Well, what if it caused the suicidal behavior, though? Yeah, but you, I mean, typically, typically, I don't think it, that's how it manifests. You never know. Listen, I mean, I've had some moments. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's never gone to suicide, but like I've had some moments. But let's go back to the beginning. Where did he go? Exactly. We still don't know. But I mean, and if he was, and this is why this doesn't work for me. So let's say the whole road trip was paranoia, you know, psychotic break. How did the cops not catch that? They would they would have caught that because he would have been paranoid. He would have been acting erratic. He would have been, you know, because well, it doesn't have to be paranoia. Well, I know, but usually when you get to that sleep and there's you know a psychotic break, that's true. I've never <laughs> seen sane at that point in time. Yeah, and I never have. I've always seemed completely loon just lunatic levels of mad. Now you add extra stress into the situation. Uh, you know, getting pulled over by the cops, you know, not knowing if you're going to go to jail. Add that on top of the psychotic break. They would have noticed something. They He would have been acting erratic. His behavior would, you know, they wouldn't have thought that he was fine. So that's why that theory doesn't. You know what? Boom. No, 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 no. I still like theory. I still think it's a decent one. I still think it's decent. I was going to give it to you. Still think it's decent. I don't care. I don't care. But regardless, it is still your best. It's a good theory. But I still just because it's a good theory. <laughs> and at one point, you said it was a decent one, and I will freaking take that shit. Yeah. But then you just kept going. The night, you know, it evens out. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> I got a win for once, you guys. I got a win. <laughs> You know what? Fuck Chester. I don't even care, okay? Like, I'm even going to throw in a fuck Chester in there. I win. Merch link will be in the bio. No, it won't. We don't have merch, Matthew. We will now. We're not getting merch. We're too poor. <laughs> <laughs> but obviously, Bryce is potentially 
still out there. Um, he is listed as voluntarily missing as a missing person, which is interesting to me. I don't think I've ever seen that before. Um, obviously, they are still looking for him and his parents are still searching. Um, if anybody has a link um, to him, if anybody has any ideas as to where he went, Obviously, parents would like to know. Matthew? <laughs> Sorry, just the... Say Vyvanse, like, five times fast. No. <laughs> I've been, no! This, like, whole time I've been saying that in my head. <sighs> no. Say it in your head. No. Tell me what this sounds like. No. I'm not going to do it, because whatever... No. Matthew. That's what my brain thinks about. You're the weirdest person. <laughs> oh. So is that, the, is that the end? Yeah, that's that's the end. Look, I mean, definitely think he chose to disappear. Don't know why. Probably to get off himself. I don't know. I know. I, I I think he probably chose to disappear somewhere or the other. Definitely the only one in this whole story that I think is to blame is Brian. He did this. He chose to do this. So. I, I give like 1% of the blame on mom and dad for just not going and just, just go. Just go. Go to him. But hindsight's twenty twenty, and I understand that, you know, things seem okay in the moment and they're not now. Yeah. That's why I say one person and not anything more than that because I'm sure they're beating themselves up really, really, really bad. I give them nothing. They're great. Okay. That's fair. All right. Okay. Fuck Chester. Matthew. Thank you all for listening to All Things Mysterious. You can find links to all of our social medias below for information, sneak peeks, and laughs. As always, here at All Things Mysterious, we keep you guessing.